1: And welcome in to another Look episode at that face. of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Pete Moylan. We,
2: we are Pete Moylan.
1: <laughs> we are Pete Moylan, And that is our captain, oh, our captain, Mickey Mouse, Maddie Massa. Who's behind you, Maddie? Chugging something right now. Turn around, turn oh, around, turn around. Turn well,
0: around. Jake. It's the Jake photo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's, it's the picture Jake. of
1: Jake. Uh, I won first place at the Fort Bend County Fair. And like, this is from 2004. Uh, a boot with blue bonnets. Did you paint that, Pete? No,
2: this is a photo. Oh,
1: that's it's, not art. Let's talk baseball.
2: This is a photo of me. I, um, I drew this. Before I knew what uh, neck neck trimming you was. You
1: challenged my hand-painted, drawn boot no. with an actual picture of your face this I wasn't a challenge I, too.
2: I just tried to grab bigger things than you were grabbing i tried to actually get a framed magic johnson jersey but i couldn't pull off the wall without hurting myself I so i grabbed this instead.
1: <laughs> um, i also have a baseball signed by the 1996 pirates dan plisak was on this team my parents won this at like some sort of auction hey the world oh. series <laughs> yes world series is here uh the cs is um padres and yep
2: just as we predicted
1: (laughs) man i'm so i love the padres i mean i love the phillies right now i'm all in on the phillies
2: and you know what sucks for me is that they're so fun to watch play the game of baseball right now it's
1: reese hoskins and bryce harper their little high five that they do. And it looks like they whisper something into each other's ear after the person hits the home run. I want to know what they're saying. Hmm. Do you think that they're Why don't handshake... you ask Ken
2: Rosenthal who probably had to find
1: out. I'm curious if like whoever hits the home run gets like a compliment whispered into their ear hmm. because it looks like the person who congratulates the person who hits the home run, they grab each other by the head And they whisper. Also, did you guys notice that on the Phillies jerseys, the H and the P overlap? I don't like it.
2: I have not noticed that.
1: Look at it next time.
2: Nope. Because then that's all I'll be able to look at for the rest of the time I watch the Phillies go to work. It just doesn't look right. I'm not going to look at that. All right. Let's. I'm too busy watching them play really good baseball.
1: Let's start out. And the ALCS, Pete and Maddie, because I feel like we're going to talk about this one for a lesser amount of time.
2: Take it away, Maddie.
1: Astros sweep the Yankees in four games. The Astros have yet to lose a game this postseason. I believe there have been four teams in Major League history who have done that, including Peter's 2007 Colorado Rockies. Hmm uh maddie what's is aaron judge coming back that quote that brian i said his name wrong when i was at hq and they made fun of me brian Hoke, Hoke, yeah. yeah he tweeted out does aaron judge want to stay with the yankees and aaron judge said i've been clear about that since i first wore pinstripes but we couldn't get something done before spring training now i'm a free agent we'll see what happens <clears throat>
2: I'm writing down four things here that I would oh, like to discuss good. about the ALCS.
0: Okay. okay. The Wonderful. first
2: thing is Aaron Judge. So that's a great question. The second thing will be Aaron Boone. Oh. The third thing will be the predictable nature of which this went down and the fact that Jimmy literally called this from every single night, every review. I watched every Talking Yanks after yeah. the game and he, he basically, and every preview show, he talked about how predictable this was and then yeah that's then i just want to talk about how good jimmy is at his, at his job because yeah and then how Jimmy's that is going to change with the current guard that is in charge of the yankees go maddie go
0: uh so the first thing was aaron judge yes. Yeah, i mean at this point i think that it would he's not going to take a discount to stay here in my opinion um so Nor should he it's
2: the new york yankees
0: yeah, no, no, nor should he. Um, but I think that we kind of knew that from the beginning, anyway. Um, so make the best offer. Like that's that's just what, what do it comes you think is the best to. offer? What do you
2: think the best? Do you think it's a six year? Do you think it's an eight year? Do you think it's
0: I I think it has to be an eight year because I don't think Judge will take something that's six years and then his contract finishes. I think he's thirty one. So then his contract would finish at 37 or so, which is but not if, good. But if the average, and you get to 10 years and the average value
2: per year, or are you talking about like he wants to break records and, and he wants to be able to turn it into a, because I, if you're good enough at the end of that contract, then you're going to get another contract at 37. It's not like 37 is the kiss of death. If it was 42, I'd be like, Ugh. but 37 is old, but it's not like, stay away from never give a contract too old
1: so he turned down a 213.5 million dollar extension that was seven years it at the AAV was 32.5 million so he turned that down from the Yankees Matt what what about that does he think his AAV should be higher did he want more years like what do you think um I mean obviously he bet on himself and he earned himself Lord knows how much more money, but when he turned that down at the time, what do you think he didn't like about that offer?
0: I just think, uh, I mean, if it's between years or AAV, I think it would be AAV. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that he went in probably with a number that he thought he was worth. Um, He gave them their chances or two to come up with a, a, come close to that number, whether or not he told them that number, I, I would assume so, but maybe not. Um, and now, I mean, after that season, I think all Yankees fans would just truly expect to, uh, have the Yankees front office, give him what, give him what he wants, whatever he wants. Um, but I don't know. Okay. So the odds
1: for... I
0: think going into the postseason, I was ninety-two percent he'll stay, eight percent he'll leave. Now after the postseason, I think I'm 73% stay, 27% leave. Did you know that what's... go did that go up just because I'm like the overall vibes are low? I don't know. Or is it because he thinks he can do better in the postseason elsewhere? I don't know. But I just feel lower now.
2: Here's what's fascinating for me, and I, I don't know why, but it's I've jumped on and looked at like Michael Kay's post game. I've looked at the Yankees, yes, network post game show. Like I've really dived in to see what people are saying, and mm-hmm. people are pissed. Like the people, the Yankees fans are are just not happy with the way this all ended, and well, yeah, and they're all everybody's speaking out, and everybody's on the same page except for the Yankee front office.
1: Well, what's crazy is people have been questioning managerial decisions in every single game throughout the postseason and there was never a single adjustment made. And it no. the things that Jimmy and Jake and different people would point out it just would seem so obvious to make right. that adjustment and there were the adjustments that they were suggesting whether it was not playing so deep or whatever it was um it was just very interesting that they seemed to be obvious adjustments that weren't made that contributed to so many of the losses
2: mm-hmm. you're and a manager that's exactly what i was just about to say to you as a manager i'm looking at the functionality of this team and it's just like it's just i think jimmy said it it's just like the the salad analogy that they made the other day was mm-hmm. so true it was like nobody knew that you were making a salad they just threw bits together and hoped that it turned into a salad yeah yeah but no, no four parties were in agreement as to what the end product was going to be. They just decided to try and throw as much of what they could get at it. Didn't matter what yeah. it was, just just get something. So, yeah. and when you look at it versus a team like the Astros, you can just see that there's so much missing from the. As good as they were for the first half of the year, we were talking all world teams like yeah. the, the Seattle Mariners shit and now it's like oh it, it was predictable yeah how can it go from all world to 3 months later you've shit down your own leg and you can't get back up again it's like yeah. it's it's crazy to me and it's I, it's I think it's the deadline moves i agree with what everybody else has said but i also think that it's just jimmy says it the yankees used to be the the goddamn yankees are coming yeah now it's like eh, it's just they're just like everyone else yeah they've just got more money and bigger stadium and angrier fans
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was interesting like his takes in game one like that they were kind of just almost giving away game one to see what they had to see what what they had in Clark Schmidt where Clark Schmidt had no business going back out there after he got that double play um and you and I texted about that and talked about that um it was just very interesting to see the decisions being made. But back to back to Aaron Judge, I'm looking at odds right now. So the highest odds to get him back are the Yankees. Second highest odds yes. are the Giants, which is Ooh. his hometown team. He's from Makes the sense. Bay Area, um, which would be very interesting to see him go to the Giants, because I don't the money that the Giants would shell out for Aaron Judge. I don't necessarily think they have enough pieces. to. They have some good younger pieces there, but I don't think they have enough i feel like they'd still have to go out and make some really big moves to Mm. put around aaron judge um and then you have the dodgers in there which like oh my gosh whatever um they just it's unbelievable if they get aaron judge
2: and Mike Trout and Otani—they're talking about. That's what—that's the last one that I saw was a lineup with.
1: Could you imagine <laughs> just... Mookie bats Freddie
2: Freeman and it was like Xander. <laughs> it was Xander. No, it was like Xander or Dansby, one of the like top free agents. Judge Otani. I think it was more of a priority sort of lineup. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Steve Cohen goes out and just signs every free agent that's imaginable or trades for every top player in the league. That's the kind of thing that I'd imagine would happen.
1: Well, the Mets are fourth in odds to get him and i could totally see steve cohen doing that yeah. or is, is anybody coming off the books that's out well D- jacob Degrom is jacob, jacob de grom's a free agent right yes. so that's obviously massive coming off the books um uh,
2: but he's does he want it to come met's fans will i don't know how i don't know how met's fans feel i haven't listened to any shea station i don't, I don't know if it's like they are if he leaves we're done sort of thing or if they're willing to move on because of the injury history I don't understand where they're at yeah um but I do think that he's not going to be there next year
1: you don't think Jacob deGrom will be a Met
2: I don't think he's going to be a Met I don't think and I think as far as Aaron Judge is concerned I honestly think that it's going to take more than just a we want to throw the bag at you type offer I think it's going to be a hey we want you to be a generational talent and a kind of person that's going to lead this club for years. Like that sort yeah. of pitch, not, not yeah. just a. how much do you want?
1: Yeah. Like the other three teams listed in this article are kind of interesting. The Red Sox, the Rangers and the twins, Um, the odds for them to get him are obviously much lower, but yeah, your top four teams listed to get him are the Yankees, the giants, the Dodgers and the Mets. Um, but Maddie, you said, 73% back to the Yankees, 27% elsewhere. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and how quickly that plays out. I'm so excited for this free agency period. It's like unbelievable.
2: What do you think was happening with Aaron Boone? Do you think that
0: the decisions have come from the little Department and his hands are completely tied? Um, I... I mean, Jimmy says it on Talking Yanks, like he knows it for a fact, and I do believe that he does. Um, okay. just solely going based on what he says on Talking Yanks, he he says that it's a they literally have a, a vote panel, and Aaron Boone is one vote on that overall overarching panel. So, I I, I don't know how normal that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would assume not. So,
2: well, I don't know either now, but. Especially, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's like to be a big league manager. It, I know regardless. that. I know that the guys that are having success. It feels like the guys that are having success right now, uh, maybe left to do their own thing, as well as use the analytical advice, like a Dusty Baker's seemed to be able to do
0: with quite. I mean, it's he's not made a wrong move, has he? No, I mean, and I think that one of the moves that he makes and Jimmy and Jake have been saying this since I was listening to Talking Yanks in 2017, having consistency is so key. Just make one through six in the order the same every day. And these people play the same position every day. I'm so tired of like, Harrison Bader didn't know he was leading off when he led off in whatever game four or five of the ALDS, he didn't know mm. until Lauren Shahadi told him on the sideline. Yeah, that he was yeah. off, are you kidding me? But I, I just think, um, I think like that consistency, plus I think maybe I'm, I'm a little bit more old school pre- preference in baseball, but I, I don't want every guy to just hit homers. They should all have some kind of pop, but like, Uh, who had the highest batting average in the Yankees in this postseason it was like 200 like get somebody that can fill it fill the lineup with Judge Stanton Rizzo and six guys that get on
1: base that's been the point that they've been making on talking baseball though Is you hear so much like if you out homer the team you're gonna win but if if you hit three solo shots and the other team hits one three-run home run, then it's a tied ball game. So mm-hmm. you have to be able to get guys on for those home runs to really, really drive in some runs. Obviously, but um, especially in
0: the uh, postseason, and that's yeah. like yeah. the other thing is that Yankee the they've said the Yankees don't build an offense for the postseason. Well, it's because yeah they they'll run the best pitching is going to give up one or two homers a game, and they're solo homers now.
2: My, I think one of my favorite points that they made, I don't know if it was Jake or Jimmy, was the the fact that the excuse of, well, it's such a small sample size and that being the fallback for a lot of people when it comes to playoff baseball, there are ways that you can try and manufacture your way through a baseball game. The problem is you've managed 162 games one way and it switches. It goes to mm-hmm. tournament play almost when you get to the playoffs. You almost have to be on like, boom, 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 have someone ready almost every college world series type stuff, have someone warming up in the bullpen almost every inning. It's like, you've got to be, if one thing doesn't look right, you've got to be ready to go bang straight away. You can't sit back and like, oh, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. No, you've got to be. And that's where it gets, that's where it speeds up on you is because you don't have the time to wait.
1: When you were watching, and I know I keep, I've I've already brought up the Clark Schmidt thing, but when you were watching this game, were there decisions being made that you, I mean, as a manager, we're just watching like where it was so obvious where you're just like, literally, what are they doing?
2: So where I lock in the most is bullpen decisions. And because I know what it's like, I know the mindset of every single guy and every single guy's role in that bullpen. Mm. So when I see guys being stretched, doing things that they're not normally used to doing, I get it. It's the playoffs, but the one thing that I saw was that once he got out of that big situation unscathed, that should have been it. You've got that. It was a tie game at that point, right? Wasn't
1: it? I think so. Yes. It,
2: you've got what you needed to get out of him. There's no way that he's going to be able to match the adrenaline that he came in with for that inning. When he goes back out, I know that it sometimes there's, un, you just can't help it. But in a situation like that, when you're in game one and you've got a full bullpen yeah. You go for it. You put the hammer down in a tie game until it's not a tie game anymore. If it happens to you lose the lead, then you switch. Then you go to the other guys. But until you've lost that lead, you've got to give yourself a chance to win.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about how good the Astros are. Because you have the rookie and Jeremy Pena, who won ALCS MVP. His numbers in the ALCS, he hit 353 with two home runs, two doubles, four RBI, a- 1176 OPS. This is the guy who came in and replaced Carlos Correa and Carlos Correa is having to sit there on the TBS set and talk about him on the post game show. Um, You know, it's,
2: you know, what's even (laughs) crazier is that Jose Altuve has done nothing.
1: Has, has he still, did he still not record a hit? He
2: he got two hits. He has
1: hits.
0: Yeah.
2: I think he got a, he got a jam shot double down the right field line. I think he got another infield single that he beat out, but he's not, he has done nothing.
1: And Alex Bregman could have easily been named MVP. And that Agreed. that crazy thing that came out, his, his numbers in the ALDS and the ALCS were exactly the same. Did you see that?
2: uh uh-uh.
1: In both series... He had 16 plate appearances. He went five for 15 with a walk, a double, a home run, and slashed 333, 375, and 600. The exact same numbers. (laughs) The exact same numbers in the DS to the CS. I did not Um, even know
2: that, and I can't believe that's a thing. That's, That's consistency for you.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he's really shown up. Jeremy Pena has shown up, obviously.
2: Can we also, now this is going to be probably a sticking point, can we also just agree that the Astros were good back in 2017?
1: I'm so tired of and I I I understand they cheated. I'm not I'm not denying that. But people who are still using that as a crutch, like every time I would send out a tweet about the Astros, I would just get pounded by people saying they're cheaters right. and I'm like, okay, they're proving you wrong right now. I mean, they're not proving you wrong. They cheated. They're proving that they're legit. Correct. And but what they need is to win a World Series this year to yeah, get do. people to get people off that, off that crutch.
2: Yeah.
1: If they can win a storyline where it's a year where, um, they they aren't. I mean, we have pitch calm. We you you aren't stealing. You can't really steal signs anymore. Um, so they just they need to win a World Series this year to get people to chill out on that storyline. But the Astros are legit. They've been legit their ability to churn out, they have lost George Springer, who was a massive piece of that 2017 team. They lost Carlos Correa, who was an even bigger piece of that 2017 team. Like you said, Jose Altuve is not doing anything Mm. and they are churning out this talent consistently year in and year out and they're winning a hundred games almost every single year. They've been They've been to four World Series in the last six years. Could you imagine, Pete, if the Braves, if you have covered a World Series In four of the last six years.
2: Who says I'm not going to?
1: You probably will, honestly. Mm. But that's absolutely insane. Insane. This team has been one of the final two teams standing. Yep. In four out of the last six years. And I understand two of those, whatever people say, but oh my gosh, it's insane.
2: I did feel like you're yelling at me just a little bit. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I am so with you uh and i would like the storyline to end speaking of cheating Mm. i do think pitchers have found something to get sticky stuff on their fingers oh i do think something's going on but i can't i'm not going to go any further than that that's just a little bit of a tease but i'm going to be watching very closely for the rest of the playoffs to see what guys are doing
1: the pitching I've enjoyed the pitching so much in the postseason. I mean, what Zach and that's we'll we'll get to that in the NLCS, but like what Zach Wheeler's doing every mm-hmm. single outing. I mean, it's been fun to like he and you Darvish both went what seven plus in that mm. in that one game in that final game. Was it the final game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Astros are unbelievable. Um, and I I I want the Phillies to beat them because I. it's been so fun following along with this Cinderella story this year for the Phillies. I mean, how random, how random is it that the Phillies are in the World Series?
2: Did I say I, this? What? I think <laughs> I said this last week or I've said it somewhere. I'm going to say it again. I firmly believe that if Hensley can throw a strike, there's no way the Phillies make it to the World Series. Yeah. If they lose game one, there's no yeah. way they win in game two and they come back, I think.
1: Do you think they have any shot of beating the Astros? Yes. How big?
2: I think it's as good as – I mean, I don't see – they've faced as good a pitching as they're probably going to face – well, Verland has been pretty disgusting. And Frambra is on another level.
1: Yeah, but look at the pitching that's in their division that they face 19 times a year for each team. That's that's
2: the thing. That's the key that the NL has. And I said it the other day, that's the advantage that, especially the the NL East, like we go through (laughs) Scherzer, DeGrom, the best of the best. No, look at the guys on the brakes. It's like, it's non, it's relentless. And it's not like, oh, we get to face this guy's number three now. Okay, it's Charlie Morton, Spencer Strider. Like, yeah. what Rangers Suarez, it it just doesn't stop. So that's that's what I think. They, and their offense is hot right now.
1: Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins right now.
2: Kyle Schwarber went from going one for 24 to having a real impact in the CS. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the thing about playoffs is that as every single series restarts, so does your mindset. You look up yeah. the scoreboard and you're like, oh man, I'm not zero again. Here we go.
1: Do you? Because such a big storyline after the DS was obviously the the layoff of teams, but Mm. both of these teams finished the CS on the same day, so they both have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where they're not playing. So. do you think that that's going to affect the World no. Series or it's just an equal playing field because they're both at the exact same?
2: I think it's an equal player field. Level. I think they're both they're both it's this is what you this is the end game. like this is the boss level. This is however you want to word it uh, the the five day layoff, I don't know, it's just I hate for it to be. And this is not an excuse because I feel I just feel like every team that had the five day layoff, except for the Astros, I don't know what they did differently. They're the Astros. Whether they they just prepared and played games the whole time, faced live pitching the whole time, I'm not sure. Um, but I don't know that that not seeing that pitching for that amount of time. That's different if they're both I, I don't yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, I mean they're both they're about at the same four days
2: off and they should be ready to go for the World Series, but I just don't think the skill level would be the same if they had played yesterday and they were moving on to play the threat. There's going to be a couple of inning delay where they're trying to get their eyes in, where they're trying to get, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. then coming down from the whole World Series thing, the first game is going to be low scoring, I would
0: imagine okay. Well, if you um, want to take that imagination into real life, you can place a bet that says that the under will hit on Draftking's sports book. But in addition to MLB, we got stuff for the NBA fans out there because the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can ugh, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today because with bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Uh, Did you guys see John Morant and Kevin Durant last night facing off? Both score over 35 points. That was nuts. Place more bets on John Morant uh, because I think that he is – truly something. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JohnBoy. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code JohnBoy. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details
1: phenomenal job by you with that transition yeah.
0: well done maddie well done,
1: okay. there.
2: well done well shall we shall we tie a bow on the al and move over to the nl because i've just noticed something absolutely insane that i'd never realized before did yes. you know that the final game was lost by an r suarez and saved by an r suarez
1: no
2: there you go i just looked there up the, i was looking at the box score that's riveting god people have just riveting switched stuff. off people have just clicked off just, just now. Sorry, I
1: really thought that would be better. No. <laughs> All right, bows tied on the ALCS. The Astros are absolutely insane. Yes. Aaron Judge is a free agent. Correct. The Yankees poo pooed on the on the bed Poo pooed on poo-pooed. the league. Poo pooed.
2: I would have much rather have seen Cleveland make it through if that's what the Astros, if that's what the Yankees were going to do.
1: And they could have. um Okay, the NLCS. Wow what a freaking series that was. I wish it would have gone longer because it does not feel like the Phillies took the series four to one. It felt, it felt much more competitive uh, than that.
2: It felt like a heavyweight title fight that was just haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. And I couldn't get enough of it. If I'm honest, it was so much fun to watch them just go at it the whole time. Wheeler was phenomenal. Harper is everything that he told us that he was, everything that every article's ever said that he was going to be. And he's doing it as DH. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's I'm just so... I love when stories like that actually work out, you know? Like, it's the amount of shit that he's had to deal with.
1: Yeah.
2: I remember when he came in and... Three years ago, he was voted by the players as the most underrated or overrated player in the league. Overrated. Why do you think
1: that is? I,
2: I don't know. Honestly, I don't.
1: When you were a player, what was your perspective of Bryce Harper, especially playing against him as much as you? Well, how many? Did you did you only really have
2: when, what, him in division what, what, what that year one did he year? Come? What year did he come? Was it he was 11, with the Nationals
1: 12? prior to that? So he's been in the East.
2: I was. I was, I know that I was around when he came up and the article came out, didn't help him, but it was a different time back then. Mm-hmm. Like to say that sort of thing about yourself when I first got to the big leagues was frowned upon. You don't yeah. say that. If even if you think that you are that good, you just keep it to yourself and you let your actions speak, not your words, you know, like that sort of thing. So for him to come out and say that rubbed people the wrong way and that kind of got people, I guess, off the wrong foot instantly so he had even more to prove then had he just come up and been a regular guy that was drafted and and didn't go to sports illustrated and do all that sort of stuff then yeah he's probably shone beyond anyone's expectations yeah but because of all that he's still got more to prove i think and winning a world series would do that but he's still got eight nine years left on his contract too so yeah he's got a lot of time to do a lot of a lot of cool things and i don't see him slowing down
1: it's just so fun to see this roster finally clicking because we talked about it a little bit last week, but this is a roster we've been waiting to click for years now since they've gone out and made those big splashes in free agency. And now they're all I mean, it's it's and even Alec Bohm watching that storyline play out, watching him say, I love this place um, has been really cool. Bryson Stott is a name that we've heard a good amount that series. Uh, Gene Segura had the gene segura game um i mean nick castellanos had some big hits mm-hmm. uh, after everything that he went through Crazy. earlier in this season with philadelphia um yeah what schwarber has done he hit a ball was that this series he hit a ball 488 feet or was that the that Diaz? was
2: this series i'm pretty sure uh, wasn't it in san diego no i don't know
1: how did you feel about them playing through that game in the rain when Sir Anthony Dominguez came in and had the three wild pitches, if they would have lost.
0: right?
2: If they would have, well, here's the thing. You've seen multiple occasions, even this um, playoffs where guys will completely stop the game and have them come out and fix them out. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to throw a pitch. So if he's not going to stop the game and he feels comfortable enough to get a land and be solid and release, it's fair game. If he throws the pitch, it's fair game.
1: Well, as a pitcher, how would you feel with that game just being played through the whole time?
2: I would hate it because my in my experiences, the worst time is after it's rained because it's all still wet, and you've got a ton of kitty litter out there, and your mud under the spikes, so you literally cannot get any grip. It doesn't matter. You clean your spikes out after every mm-hmm. pitch, and the minute you walk on the mound again, you just get a bunch of dirt stuck in between your spikes, and you can't. You, there's no comfort level. For Me, it was tough because I would land and spin so hard mm. that if I was landing and spinning and there was no grip, I was in real trouble. So it's just I would not have thrown a pitch had I not been able to land. Okay, he felt comfortable enough to throw three pitches, four pitches throughout it. Smolty even called it it's, conditions are tough, this, that, and the other. Like, we'll stop, yeah, make them come out and put some dry, dryzer bone or whatever they put on there. Yeah, that's what I would have done.
1: Well, I mean, that was just, that was such a fun series to watch. It's just still so random to me that the Phillies are in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Padres, I mean, what what did you see? What did you see from the Padres that stood out the most to the, you? They
2: were running on adrenaline just like the Phillies were, but unfortunately they relied so heavily on that bullpen. Mm-hmm. And I think the bullpen just ran out of steam. Um, I don't, I, I mean... If there was one thing that they were lacking, it might have been that extra starting pitcher. But I, I I, think for them, with everything they went through last year, with the disappointment last year, with the disappointment this year as well, with the Tatis stuff and everything that that, that team's had to deal with, like it's that's going to make them better for, for the next couple of years and it's going to show them that they can actually win as a unit too. But the moves that they made, Bob Melvin, you can't fold him for anything that he did. I don't think there was anything that really stood out as far as managerial moves went.
1: I think the biggest one was not putting Hader in to face. He didn't face. pitch at all, right? What was it? Yeah, it was it was Harper's two run home run. And I think Hader was up in the bullpen. That um, that
2: might have been it. Yeah, I think that right. was
1: like the one thing that was kind of questioned. I didn't Man, know
2: I'm Hader was up in the bullpen. I was just so I locked in the was. moment. Was I,
1: he... I think he was. I think. I remember seeing a, a clip of him in the bullpen that game that was around that time. Um, but... If they have Tatis, do they win that series?
2: Oh, tough to say. Some, I, I mean, I, I mean I, you literally, you, you've proven, this postseason's proven that it, one player really doesn't or can. Unless your name's Bryce Harper. Unless, no. But what I'm saying is, you need to have more than just one thing happening at the same time to be able to win these series. You can't rely on Aaron Judge yeah. to be Aaron Judge. And with nothing around him, that's what you're seeing. The teams that are having success, it's not just yes, it's Bryce Harper, but it's Reese Hoskins and it's Schwarber and it's it's other people doing stuff as well. It's not just the main event. Yeah, I'm saying. So if Tatis was injected into that lineup, absolutely they would have been more exciting. But I don't know if they would have won.
1: How do you think? And this is this doesn't have to do with the series, but like, are are the guys talking at Tati's? Are they mad at Tati's? Is he going to be accepted back into that clubhouse next year? Is his suspension up? Will he be on the opening day roster? Will I he have fully served his suspension?
2: I haven't. That's a, I don't know. Not a subject that What's I that? am an expert in. I think that as far as the relationship with the other players goes I think that if he's not trying to reach out now he's doing himself a disservice I would at least be especially the guys that that you played with not some of the guys that have come in that you didn't maybe didn't play with but especially the guys that you played with I'd be and he's already apologized to them so maybe the relationships are kind of back to normal but it's going to be a tough tough road
1: it says this was an article that came out October 17th and it says, um, his 80 game suspension will be up no later than April 26th. So he will not be back for opening day. Um, uh, but I'm just really curious to see like how he's welcomed back into that clubhouse. Um, and how all of that goes down, but man, yeah, I was just wondering like, what, what would this, what would this series have been? If you do have Soto and Tatis in this lineup, which was what we all were talking about whenever they went out and they got Soto, um, but uh, okay, you want to move to the World Series? I want to I want to figure out the pitching matchups in the World Series. So you have I haven't announced
2: them yet. Have they? That well, be, uh, yeah, but it'll be, be Wheeler. It'll be Wheeler. This is Yep. Bramba versus Nola. Yep. Ranger Suarez versus McCullers probably.
1: So you like the Astros more and that when it comes to starting pitching, because I like McCullers over Ranger Suarez, I think. I don't. Really? I mean. You know more than me. <laughs> I just
2: think Ranger Suarez has, he's not, you look at, you think of the name Ranger Suarez, you're like, oh, he's, you know, he's a good fourth, fifth starter. He dominated the Braves this year mm-hmm. and he was Dealing with nerves in game one, from what I understand, and then came out, or the first game that he pitched in the playoffs, he was dealing with nerves, which everyone was surprised about because he's so level-headed. But he is really good in big moments. Come, They brought him in to get the last two outs of that. Like, That's not easy to do. You've seen people yeah. fail at that all the time. Three pitches later, they're out. Here we go. He's really good. Uh, yeah. McCullough's if he can get that curveball landing early, he tough as well. Back in that 2017 World Series, I think there was a time where he threw 26 or 27 curveballs in a row. So you know that's his that's his go-to pitch. But I think I think they're pretty evenly matched, honestly. Wow. I do.
1: Okay. I
2: think Houston has the advantage in the bullpen, but only because that's only based on the year. Uh, Philly's bullpen has been pretty reliable. Um, I don't know what else they have. Besides Sir Anthony, um, lineups. Are, if their lineups are firing, the lineups are pretty comparable. Like Hoskins, based on what he did this year, no. But if what he's done in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. You know I'm it's I'm no longer judging people by what they've done in the regular season anymore. It's all yeah. about what you've done the last three games because it can it can swivel so quickly
1: and it's almost like the spotlight went off of hoskins a little bit because harper had that big two-run home run to win it um the go-ahead but what hoskins hit two home runs the game before and then he hit another home run i mean five in
2: four days i think
1: all righty prediction time my heart wants the phillies I've loved, I've, I've said that so many times, I've loved following the Phillies this postseason. I love that roster. I love what they're doing. But the Astros are just an absolute juggernaut. They've been there four times in the last six years. Um, they're not scared of this moment. You see even the new additions, your Jeremy Pena's are coming through and winning the ALCS. He's not scared of that moment. He's not scared of that stage. Not that I think Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins and JT Real Muto are scared of that stage, but the Astros have been there. I see the Astros taking this. I think the Phillies are going to win two games. I think Houston takes the series four to two.
2: Hmm. I think the Phillies are going to win And I think it's gonna go also six games.
0: Hmm.
2: And I think Phillies are gonna win the game one.
1: Man, if you split one of those games in Houston and you do what the Mm -hmm. Phillies do, you come back home for three. That's why I think they're gonna win.
2: That's why I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win game one with Wheeler on the mound. I don't think the Astros can score off Wheeler and I think someone will pop a homer off Verlander and it'll be a very low scoring game, but I think Philly will win. And I think that'll dictate the rest of the series. And I think they win it in game six at home. No, it won't be at home. Will it? No,
1: that would be back in Houston. Then maybe two, they three, win two. at
2: game five at home. Maybe they win 4 one. I'll just go out. Of, that's what I'm predicting. Oh, they're going to win 4 one. They're going at home.
1: Was that's that what you were going to say? Yeah. Wow, both of you guys are taking the Phillies in five?
2: If they win game one.
1: <laughs> the Astros just <laughs> collapse. <laughs> the Astros have rolled well, over this postseason. They
2: have, but they haven't faced anybody yet. Ooh, whoops. They just said, certainly haven't faced anybody the last week. It's kind of fair.
0: I mean, I'm not going to a,
2: dispute that. I would have much rather have watched the Cleveland Guardians versus the Houston Astros for the last week. And that's not a knock on any member of the New York Yankees baseball team. That is a knock on the organization. And I'm not alone. And I feel very happy that there's people that are. I couldn't believe, Maddie. I couldn't believe Michael Kay went in like he did. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. Because um, that's
2: not something that you hear people say about the Yankees. You hear it and talk about every other organization like that, but the Yankees get a pass. Not anymore. We're yep. fed up.
1: All right. So I have the Astros winning in six. Peter and Maddie have the Phillies winning in five. It's going to be a fun series, regardless. Both of these teams are so hot right now. All yeah, um, right
2: now. Aussie Lingo. Go. Ready?
1: Stubby stubby. You stub your toe.
0: A thumb.
2: Anything small or truncated, but especially a small three seventy five ml bottle of beer. Or in the form stubbies, a pair of very brief men's shorts.
1: You oh. So I wonder if that's where chumbies
2: shorts beer and use it in shorts. a
1: sentence that you would actually say okay hey would you mind going to grab us a couple of stubbies mate you would say that over beer i just
2: i, I just filled over... my stubbies on my stubbies i would have said that i would have said let's go grab a couple of stubbies 15 years ago now that i've lived in america for the majority of the last 15 years i would say it differently and we're, so, back glad back day, have, we're so, so glad, glad you, you would would have peter when i was really ballsy Mate, did I give a couple of stubbies a run, mate? Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> did you really talk like that? No,
2: but that's how people talk. In I Australia. love it.
1: I love yeah. it. All they right. Go
2: real hard, you know, like crocodile hunter. Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, seriously. Hey, World Series is like almost here. I'm in Houston for it. I'm kind of fired up. You know, I ain't going to a game though, because the tickets are like starting at 900 in Houston and they're starting at like 1800 in Philly. But it'll be fun to watch the series from H Town, Funky Town, Clutch City, Space City, Bayou City, Home, and a Purple Sprite City where the stadium drops the top. Maddie looks miserable right now.
2: There we go. How could you look miserable in a Mickey shit like that? You no.
1: Thank you guys so much for watching and listening world series is here we love you peters lived in america for 15 years we love that too farm on farm often we will see you guys next wednesday